You are listening to the Sahaja Yoga Meditation Program. Peter and Lawrence are on the panel and I'm Caroline. You've just heard an extract of the Hindi song Henya Malama, meaning Hope Your Mother, performed live in the studio today by the music of joy. I wish you could see. <laughs> Sometimes radio has, has limitation. Uh, we're about like five square meters and uh, 12, 15 people in that room. Everybody sitting on the floor with big instruments, guitar, harmonium, shimta. It's just a, a really a, a nice eyesight. <laughs> so um, today Music of Joy is with us and um, they will perform their beautiful music live. And they will also share their experience as regular meditators. Being in meditation means being thoughtless. It is very simple to understand, nothing complicated, just stopping the thoughts. It is not visualization. It is not deep, intelligent thinking. It actually doesn't involve any mental activity, just stopping the thoughts. But as simple as it is to understand, it's not that simple to achieve. If you actually try, you will realize that you're struggling to do it. We need help to achieve that state. And that help is Sahaja Yoga. So I'm going to ask Richard Pru and Jean-Michel to join us just to discuss a little bit the experience of uh, meditation in their life. So Richard, good morning. Good morning. So you're one of the members of Music of Joy? Yes, it's a great privilege to be a member of Music of Joy. <laughs> it is. Um, what is uh, Sahaja Yoga? Oh, well, uh, the word Sahaja basically means uh, spontaneous, natural, effortless. And yoga basically means connection or union. So the thing that everybody is looking for is to be part of something bigger. And, uh, and so using Sahaja Yoga, uh, we can achieve our connection with the whole and we can do it in a way that's natural, uh, spontaneous and sustainable. And um, I was just saying previously in the introduction that Sahaja Yoga can help us to be thoughtless. So how can Sahaja Yoga help us to be thoughtless? Well, the, um, wh what happens is that inside of us is this um, energy which in Sanskrit is called Kundalini. And this energy basically lies dormant in the base of the spine, in the sacrum bone. And so when the conditions are right, um, just like when you plant a seed and the conditions are right, the seed sprouts. So when you create the right conditions, uh, this Kundalini rises and it rises right up through all the different energy centers and out the top of the head, um, the fontanelle bone at the top of the head. And it, when she comes up through the top of the head, that's where we become uh, connected uh, and we cease to be individuals and we become part of something much, much, much bigger. And in so doing, she, she um, basically um, takes us beyond our thoughts beyond our mind to a, to a much higher place and so you know the the sort of the chit chat noise that we constantly hear in our head starts to subside and we come into the present moment we cease to be thinking about the past or worried about the future and we just come into the present which is what everybody kind of these days acknowledges is you know the place to be mm. so like in this world we are really value so much thinking like we always value mm. people fast thinkers or fast talkers yeah so why why do we want to be thoughtless yeah it's true because like you know even in advertising now it's kind of like you know so fast it's such a it's such a uh sort of uh, a negative mantra really you know we see people saying think as though it's some great thing and in fact what we want to do is get away from thinking you know so uh we confuse thinking with awareness because thinking is is what takes us away from the present but what we really want is we want to be aware you know we want to like not thinking doesn't mean you don't see or hear what's happening around you on the contrary the less you think 
the more aware you become of what's actually happening, what somebody's actually saying, what you actually see before you. Mm. Jean-Michel, what benefit do you see? <laughs> Good morning. I think your mic is not on, actually. Can you speak? Good morning, Jean-Michel. Oui, bonjour. Ah, now you're with us. So, um, um, you've been practicing Sahaja Yoga for more than 20 years, right? Yes, about. <laughs> you, don't, you stopped counting. Um, what's the benefit for you? Why are you still meditating after all those years? Oh, because I don't want to think, and uh, I think I'm right. And, <laughs> <laughs> and the, 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 thing, the thing is about thinking is uh, we don't need it. We can do our work without thinking. We can love people without thinking. We can look after our kids without thinking. And we can play music. We should play music without thinking. That's why we're here with Music of Joy. It's, it has demonstrated to us that yoga and all these uh, techniques is, is important. Most important is the awakening. Once the awakening is, is hap has happened, um, we want to express it. And the best way to express it uh, is through arts or music. Hmm. And if you do art or music without thinking, What benefits to that? Like, how is that improving the, the experience? The benefit is that, <laughs> the main benefit, I think, is that the people who will listen to this music or uh, um, experience that art that you produce will feel blessed. Ah. As if you don't have that dimension in what you create, then it's, it has no value. That's why the Taj Mahal or buildings like this have eternal value because The people who've worked on it or created it must have had this awakening, this mm. experience. They share the love. Yep. Auntie Prue, uh, where did you start Sahaja Yoga meditation? How and where? How and uh, where? And when? And when? <laughs> 31 years ago. Oh, wow. In, <laughs> well, it didn't seem like heaven at first, Jean-Michel, <laughs> but it became so. Um, in Sydney, with Sri Mataji's first visit to Sydney, and I had heard that there was this amazing person coming, so I thought I'd go along and listen. Mm. So that was the beginning. And so why, why did you stay 31 years in Sahaja Yoga meditating? Well, I'm old enough to have had a fair amount of life before meditation, and so the, there was no comparison. The um, fact that one is so joyful so settled, um, mostly on most days feeling a good sense of balance and competence and ease as compared to the hurdy-gurdy that went on in my life in the earlier times. What does he mean, hurdy-gurdy? It's <laughs> <laughs> a French word, Carolyn. <laughs> <laughs> well, like a fast merry-go-round, hurdy-gurdy. And... Um, um, Richard, can you tell us about self-realization? What is self-realization? Well, self self-realization uh, is comes back to awareness, and um, again, you know, you can just sort of look at what what the words. I mean, it's one of those phrases that is bandied around. But first of all, um, we know where something, uh, but we have to. We're not sure what it is. We're searching for ourselves. So self-realization is when you realize who you are. And also the word realization implies that it ceases to be just a concept, you know, because we sort of know that we are the spirit. You know, we know that we're more than this body. We know, we know that we're more than this mind, etc. And we, we kind of acknowledge that we are the spirit, but it's intellectual. So until we do something, have an experience where we actually feel you know, feel on our skin, in our bones, that we are the spirit, then we haven't really had our self-realization. Well, that's what we're going to experience now, just after a song of music of joy. So please stay with us, because uh, those beautiful words that Richard just said, we are going to put into practice and um, to invite you to feel your Kundalini within yourself. So um, I leave you with Music of Joy, live today in the studio, 15 people in five square meters, and, um, and I'm with you after for the fertilization process.
petals rain down upon our heads The softest rain Sunlight sparkles on the spider webs Upon the webs in the rain Upon our heads, upon our heads The softest rain Upon our heads, upon our heads The softest rain written by Angela Beaumont, a member of uh, Music of Joy, and uh, we're having the Music of Joy here today in the studio. So it's time now to experience your self-realization, to experience the awakening of your own mother inside, your mother Kundalini. So um, I'm going to ask the Music of Joy to join me with a little bit of music improvisation. And if you could please sit down and stop what you're currently doing. This is actually very important for you and it could change your life. So just give it 10 minutes. If you could just sit down, just comfortably, wherever you are. Could be a sofa, could be the floor. And put your hands on your lap, palm up. Just take a few big deep breaths and let go all the tensions, all the thinking, all the negative feeling. Just relax. 
just relax and enjoy. All through the process, please keep your eyes closed. And keep your left hand always on your lap palm up. And with your right hand, we will go up and down the left side. So we'll start on our heart. Put your left, right hand on your heart. And just ask yourself, Mother, who am I? Who am I really? What is the truth about myself? What is my role in that universe? Then put your hand on your rib cage. And ask yourself, Mother, am I my own master? Am I my own teacher? Mother, am I my own master? Do I choose for myself? Then you put your hand when your leg and body join together. Your left leg and your body join together. And give a little bit of pressure there. And from your heart, talking to your mother Kundalini. Mother, please give me the pure knowledge. Please give me the pure knowledge. The eternal, unchangeable knowledge. The knowledge of truth. The knowledge of the divine. Yes, Mother, I am my own master. The truth is, I am my own teacher. And I choose to do the right thing. The right thing for myself and for others. Because we're all one. Put your hand on your heart and take a big deep breath. The most fundamental truth about yourself is that you are the spirit. You are the pure self. Mother, I am the spirit. I am the pure spirit. The reflection of this divine energy around us. 
without his mind. I am not those conditionings. Not the past and not the future. Not this ego. I am the pure spirit. Pure and eternal. of your neck and turn your head toward the right shoulder just to stretch a bit that point and this energy center get affected if we feel guilty and guilt is a myth it doesn't help in any way it actually stops you from evolving introspecting and changing yourself so from your heart just say I am not guilty mother I am not guilty this is the truth I am not guilty mother I am not guilty forehead and press your temples a little bit with your fingers and here you just have to let go mother I forgive I forgive I forgive forgive everyone and I forgive myself please forgive me for all my mistakes your hand, the palm of your head on the fontanelle on the top of your head, the soft bone when you were a baby. And just rotate his hand to move the scalp. And from your heart, ask for your Kundalini to awaken. Please, Mother Kundalini, rise. Please connect me to the whole pervading power around us. Please connect me to myself. Please give me my self-realization. Please give me my self-realization. Sometimes we can feel our Kundalini piercing through the fontanelle, manifestation of a cool breeze. It could be warm at the beginning. Just lift your hand 20 centimeters above your head just to see if you can feel it. 
You can also try with your left hand. And just keep your eyes closed and listen to the next piece of music from the music of joy. And stay in meditation in that state where we're not thinking in thoughtless awareness.
That was Jago Kundalini Ma, Please Awaken Mother, performed today in the studio from the music of joy. So you are listening to the Sahaja Yoga Meditation Program. And I would like now to introduce Shumatajinya Maladevi, the founder of Sahaja Yoga. Shumataji started Sahaja Yoga over 40 years ago, and she traveled the world to give self-realization to everyone desiring it. Since then, Sahaja Yoga has spread all over the world and is teach freely to help people to go deeper in their meditation and reach a state of thoughtless awareness. It's by being in that state that we transform ourselves from within and that we are improving our lives at every level. Richard, do you mind me asking you another question? <laughs> Why did Shumataji start Sahaja Yoga? Well, <clears throat> I mean, according to her own you know, description, she, she points out that um, throughout human evolution, you know, we've been um, ascending. But the time came uh, back in about 1970, as it turns out, when, you know, human beings um, as, a, as a collective were ready for this final stage of, of our revolution where we transcend, you know, the individual body and so on and become the spirit. And so she, um, you know, she was actually going to wait a bit longer, but then she realized that, you know, that things were moving very fast and, and according, you know, to her own description again, uh, she decided that, um, uh, you know, that the, the time had come and uh, so she, but she had to find a way to make it accessible to large numbers of people because in the past very, very few people uh, achieved, you know, self-realization or anything like it. And so she found this very uh, simple way to enable people to get their self-realization en masse. And that's what makes her unique because nobody has ever uh, been able to do that and nobody uh, you know, has had any success in doing that since. Mm. This very simple way that you just went through. So you're all part of that now. And and Jean-Michel, what it is like to be with Shumataji? Oh. <laughs> New experience. <laughs> uh, with, without, uh, before knowing Shumataji, I never knew that um, I could feel this uh, complete satisfaction within me. This um, infinite silence um, and, and most important I think the complete security in, in Shumataji's love because all that we're talking about is um, meditation and silence is um, behind it is the love without this it has no meaning because before Sahaja Yoga I was doing some kind of meditation Japanese meditation trying to become more balanced and so on but what Sajaga has brought to us, or what Shumataji has brought to, to yoga, is she, she has uh, unveiled this dimension of love, of the divine love, which we, personally, I didn't even believe in, because looking at the religions around me, um, looking at people around me, I, I never felt this div divine, this divinity. So I was not looking for God, especially, because I didn't believe in anything. In Shumaji's presence, um, that you, you, you feel this divinity. That's that's what it is. And this love is actually alive inside us, and this love is unconditional. Doesn't expect anything, and um, I think you have to experience it to believe in it. So let's listen to now to Shumataji. It's a talk from uh, actually given in Australia in University of New South Wales in 1992. I bow to all the seekers of truth. At the very outset, we have to know that truth is what it is. The absolute truth cannot be changed, cannot be conceptualized. Above all, unfortunately, at this human awareness, we cannot feel it and we cannot understand it. Now, whatever I'm going to tell you about yourself, you have to 
take a scientific attitude and keep an open mind. If it is proved, then you have to accept as honest people because this is for your benevolence, your emancipation, for the emancipation of the whole world. We have science, all faculties of sciences, but all these human endeavors have boomeranged on us in the way we have produced hydrogen bomb, oxygen bomb, atomic bomb on one side and on the other side lot of artificial things which are dangerous for us. So where did we go wrong? Why should it happen to us? Because the mental process is linear, it moves in one line and after sometimes it gives way and turns down. So it has to be something beyond that mental process that should give us the wisdom and the balance. And that's how we have today so many people who are seeking the truth honestly. Of course, some are identified with some dogmas or something and want to carry on like that. That's a different point. But there are some people who are intelligent enough to see that there's something wrong. We have to find out what's wrong. And if you see all our problems like ecological problems, political problems, economic problems, family problems, and all types of problems, which can be very secret also, physical in the sense sickness. Why these problems are there when human beings are at the epitome of evolution? Is it that our evolution is finished or still we have to go one step forward? If somehow we can transform human beings into a higher state of spirit, as all scriptures have said, all the scriptures have said, you have to be the spirit. Then maybe some solution could be found out. And it has worked out in many countries now that there is a power within you which passes through six centers and gives you what we call as self-realization. Can't hear me, can you? All of you can hear me? All right. <coughs> now, the truth is that you are not this body, mind, your ego, your conditionings, intelligence, emotions, but you are the Spirit, that's the truth. And that's what we are seeking knowingly or unknowingly. The another truth is that there is an all-pervading power around us which does all the living work. I call it the all-pervading power of God's love. This living work is done, we see it every day. We see these beautiful flowers here, but we accept them, take it for granted. We never even think how these beautiful flowers are grown, how the trees are grown up to a certain height and no more, how they are kept in control completely. Look at our eye also. Look at our brain, which is such a great computer, the eye is such a great camera. We take it everything for granted. But is it that there is some power which is working it out, our evolution from amoeba to this state? By law of chance, you could not have achieved even 
a state of a reptile. So how is it in such a short time you have been able to achieve the state of human beings? If you start introspecting it, then you will understand that something we have not yet known which we have to. And that knowledge is possible because the whole ocean of knowledge is within yourself. Only thing, a very part of your brain is exposed, which has no connection with your heart and has no connection with your attention.
listening to the Sahaja Yoga Meditation Program. That was Hine Hine, performed live today in the studio by the music of joy. So now I would like to have another discussion with uh, um, Angela and John. Um, actually, uh, we're speaking about your group is being music of joy. I would like to understand what joy is. So one of you can answer that question. Joy is a quality that has no duality, like we can say happiness and unhappiness, but joy is just by itself. And when we go into a beautiful state of meditation, one of the qualities that we feel is that of joy. And the music that we sing is also, hopefully, will put the listener, and us as well, of course, into that beautiful state of joy, as well as relaxation, as well as peace, as well as contentment all of these qualities but the main thing that we wish anybody who hears this music is that the thing that they remember is that they felt joy when they heard it mm. last time when we were singing on the stage i i had this experience of uh, absolute joy and um, i felt that it actually gave me so much love for every single person in that room and i realized that joy actually connect people and um and create absolute love um and can meditation create joy or give you joy? Definitely. Meditation within us, it just brings so much joy, so much peace because we're in the moment and we connect with our spirit and we just feel really beautiful. It's just the most lovely feeling and I hope you're all feeling it now. <laughs> And um, I know Music of Joy, I've been traveling quite a bit um, in the few last three years, especially. A uh, few tours in uh, Southeast Asia, China. And uh, in September, you went to New Zealand. So, um, you came too. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved it. <laughs> Can we go again next year? Um, that was fantastic, actually. I could also uh, comment a few experiences. But, like, uh, Angela, can you tell us a little bit about this project? Well, I feel like we laughed our way around New Zealand. <laughs> and it was just, talk about joy. It was like every moment was full of joy. Everything was so beautiful. All the hills were so green. And what a lovely country and what beautiful people. And the lovely thing was that we were in schools and we saw the, the most beautiful children's faces light up with joy. And it was they really responded to the music they really seemed to love it and we got a lot of joy from watching them and it was just a really fantastic experience just to give a little bit of a background so the music of joy went to four schools and uh, in total there was 800 children um, plus the staff and the teachers um, so that's what angela is referring to uh, and john can you tell us a little bit like how did those program went in schools well um the Sahaja Yogis in New Zealand approached various schools to see if they would be interested in uh, us coming in to do a concert. Each concert was about an hour and it was their last week of school uh, so it worked out very well for them. So we came in there and we did uh, about five or six songs and in part of that uh, we had a session of self-realization or meditation which Caroline very beautifully led <laughs> um, and the response was just fantastic. They, they really I mean, they all seemed to get it. They all seemed to go into a state of meditation. And they were so joyful. And often they were sort of dancing and high-fiving us and clapping on their way out. And uh, it was such a positive experience. And you can just see, they're all primary students. And you could just see how easily they can get their self-realization and how effortless it is for them. I was just going to ask you, why do you think children react so well to the music and to the joy and, and to the self-realization? Because they haven't uh, done all of the seeking that adults have done. They're much uh, simpler, they're much more balanced, their subtle system is not as clogged up as it is when you get older. So they respond much more easily to simplicity and to the vibrations that come from Srimadji. And they just get it. They just feel it. Innocence is such a beautiful yeah. quality. Yeah. And we can all get it back, actually. We all have innocence always alive inside ourselves. And Angela, can you tell us one of your like, most dear memory of that tour? The seal. <laughs> all right, then. Um, if you want to hear the story. Um, well, what happened was the song 
we, we sang this song. It was a really beautiful song um, in all the different programs on the and on the very last day of our tour when we had to actually... Um, we were going to fly back home to Australia. We had the most beautiful picnic. It was just wonderful on this grassy hill above a beach and the beach was superb. And it was absolutely a beautiful day and everything. And just as we were about to pack up our picnic and people were starting to say, well, we're going to have to get going. You know, we had hours of traveling to get back up to the airport and we didn't want to miss our plane. And so all of a sudden I got this feeling like I just have to go down to the beach and put my feet in the water. So I said to people, does anyone want to come down and put their feet in the water and people saying oh no we don't have time we can't go so I I thought well I'm going to and I just suddenly ran down this grassy hill and I ran as fast as I could and it was so beautiful and then I ran over the sand and I got into the water and I started to sing with joy and I I was singing we are the children of the sea and I said born from the love that will always be and earth mother is calling us and I just sang it over and over again and it was so beautiful and the, the waves were gentle and then anyway my friend came up to me and said Angela we've got to go come on we must go and I turned around and there was this huge sea lion on the sand and it was it was actually right next to my shoes and it was looking at me and I thought, wow, this is fantastic. What a beautiful thing and actually, to happen. Actually, our friends from New Zealand said it doesn't happen on that beach. So that was pretty amazing. And it was just, the, it was incredible how it was sitting on the sand. And I didn't know, but my friend had actually almost been chased by it, she told me later. <laughs> I didn't realise that. But anyway, it was a really absolutely wonderful experience thank you Angela thank that you. was beautiful so we um, almost uh, finished now so let's have a last piece of music from the music of joy and uh, before you start I would like to say thank you so much for coming and making this radio program such a deep and fun and joyful experience Yeah. 
It's now time to say goodbye. We hope you've enjoyed the program. If you need more information about Sahaja Yoga, you can call the phone number 1-300-2... Sorry, I start again. I don't... I lost the mic. 1-300-724-252. It's 1-300-724-252. Or you can go to www.freemeditation.com.au. It's www.freemeditation.com.au. We hope you've enjoyed the program. See you for now. Bye.